With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is up, everybody? And all new Craft Root Sports is going to be kicking off here in just another minute. This week, we are drinking Coconut Cinnamon Malice from Bombastic Brewing in Post Falls, Idaho. 10.5% ABV brew. So you know what that means. You boys are going to be feeling really good tonight by the end of this show. Here's what Tavor had to say about this one. It is made with real coconut and a dash of cinnamon with dark malts for flavors of dark chocolate and caramel. Uh, These are not flat cookies here, everybody. These are legit beers that we are drinking tonight. 3.88 caps on untapped. We will see how this one holds up. Be sure to share out the show, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you guys for tuning in. The show will be kicking off here in just another minute. It is Wednesday night. It is time to crack a brew. It is time for Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. Hanging out with me is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight? What's going on? Hey, man. Uh, for the first time in a long time, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? You pump. I'll Yeah. Drew, hanging out with us. Drew, how you feeling tonight, man? Oh, I'm ready to drink all that foam. Y'all be spraying out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cheryl hanging out in the background with us tonight. Shout out, Cheryl. What's up? Uh, This is Craft Root Sports. We got an awesome show coming up for you guys tonight. Tons to get to. Uh, We got a new format. We're breaking it to you a little bit different this week. Uh, We are bringing back one of our favorite segments. Fans have been asking for it. They've been wanting this back, so we're going to bring it back. Uh, On deck coming up tonight. We're also going to be talking a little match play. uh, And Scott is going to do that hockey. Fan favorite from the Cincinnati Style Show. Scott's going to do some hockey for us. We're going to play some fire, dumpster fire, and Drew is going to give us all the prop bets that we need coming up for this weekend. 
This is Craft Root Sports. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to share out the show. Help us out. Get us in front of uh, everybody that you know in your news feed. Uh, shout out to everybody on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube that's listening in. Chime in below. Let us know what you guys are drinking tonight. Uh, with all that all the way, let's let's crack this beer, man, because I have been thinking about this one pretty much all day long. I don't know about you guys, but like when we first decided this is the beer we were going to do, I got super pumped for it. Uh, so this is First Pour, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. All you got to do, everybody, use the link dugoutmugs.com slash craft, and you get 15% off your entire order. That's it. Drink from a bat just like we do here on the show. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off that order. Again, we mentioned at the top of the show this uh, this week we were drinking coconut and cinnamon malice from Bombastic Brewing in Post Falls, Idaho. Drew, what do you think of this one? First tastes. I'll let you know when I have one, but it smells delicious and very intriguing. Um, <laughs> I think you left out a key ingredient, though, didn't you? Uh, no, I said coconut, cinnamon, flavored yeah, but dark, dark chocolate and uh, caramel. Oh, oh. I I was told there was some Aww. caramel in this brew, but apparently he finally got some speech lessons on how to talk and pronounce <laughs> words correctly. Good for you, Mike. COVID has been good to you. He's been poking at you all pre-show and everything too, and then he backed <laughs> off of it. Weak. I didn't want to start off the show new format in that kind of way. Uh, Scott, what do you think of this one? Initial taste. Tastes better than apricots. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were doing the thing where we pronounce words correctly. Sorry, carry on. It's good. Where we pronounce words correctly? That's correct. Apricot is correct. Mm, now, see, you went messed it up. What so did I, I guess say? It's the same old show. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, but we're trying hard, Scott. Drew, That's have the difference. you have you had Not a Mike? Have you, <laughs> have you had a chance to pour this one yet, Drew? Oh yeah, it's interesting. I can taste the 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 caramel and the cocoa nut are. We'll see. I'm not getting any cinnamon flavor at all in this one. Like it's just that's funny straight. because I was just gonna say all I taste is cinnamon. It, it's it tastes like chocolate and coconut. That's all I'm getting on this one. It's all right. We'll see. Uh, this is the first one. Yeah. That, although I am excited, ten point five percent. That's where it's gonna be uh, clutch for us here this week. This is first four brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Uh, again, dugoutmugs.com/slash/craft. Get fifteen percent off your entire order. Oh shit! That's it. <laughs> Hit that link. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. You all right over there, Mookie? Yeah, there goes the booth. Sorry, boys. <laughs> about to pour this foam all over the desk. That would not have been good. <laughs> all right, listen. We are going to do on deck. Uh, and Mookie, you are on deck. So what we're going to do in this segment is everybody picked out their favorite story from the week. We're going to bring it to you. Uh, each person will deliver their story, give you the rundown, and then we're going to make fun of it. So Mookie, you are up, man. What do you got for us this week? Man, I'll tell you what, it, if if Cleveland isn't that kid that just needs to be paid attention to, I don't know what they are. But it came out this week that the Cleveland Indians, uh, I guess it would be their graphics department or maybe their PR department, I don't know, whoever they were, they snuck Nicolas Cage into all of their line, not all of their lineup graphics, but 39 <laughs> of their lineup graphics last year. Nobody <laughs> noticed. Nobody I, noticed. What? Now, I was looking at some of these and, and – they're not as obvious as you would think. Like they put some effort into this and I'm kind of surprised. Like how does this come about over the course of an entire season? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, is this more a pathetic 
move for PR in the off season, or is this just really a waste of someone's damn time? Well, that's a good question. Now, when you went back and looked at it, did you search the old tweets or did like, how did you go and find these uh, to find the images that Nick Cage is actually in these lineups? I got to be honest, man. I don't even remember how I found this because it just sort of showed up and I was like, no, that ain't real. What the hell? You got to be kidding me. And I was expecting the whole thing where they've got everyone lined up, sitting down, like facing forward the formal team photo. But no, they actually photoshopped him in onto like their pitcher's faces as they were throwing a pitch and stuff like that. Like it was insane. Wait, it was, Nick it Cage's was face was in. But the how picture? do we know that nobody noticed though? Like, That's did they interview point. every single person that was at the stadium for every single game? Like, maybe people noticed and were just like, ah, Nick Cage. Well, That's funny. but this was on this was on Twitter. This wasn't like at the stadium. This is their Twitter announcement oh, of their this, lineup. I thought these were graphics up on the board. No, it was like their no. Twitter graphics. Yeah, or or uh, I think on their uh, their programs too. But like, they hit him in people's tattoos and stuff. They shoved him in the background, like sitting in the stands, like someone, some intern somewhere put a lot of effort into this. I, for what reason? I don't know, but Maybe it happened. it's because they used John Travolta when he was Nick Cage in Face Off. They're like, <laughs> why is John Travolta randomly there? But it was Nick Cage in the intern's eyes. And so they just kept it moving. Like, I don't really know why John Travolta's here, but okay. The other thing I don't understand is why Nick Cage? Why not Nick Cage is the better I, question. I just, is there a connection I'm not aware of? Like it just, I don't know. It it's seems because, like a weird flex. It's because Nick Cage has been in everything, right? Uh, He's so, the Tiger King, baby. <laughs> that's true. He is going to be in the Tiger King, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Dude. Who's Feature been in, film coming to a, a living room couch near you. Who's been in more stuff, Nick Cage or Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Because he's been working more recently. Uh, that's did a good you point. did you guys see the commercial? Was, was it? Uh, it was Charles and was it Samuel that had the commercial on the match this last week? Yeah, yeah. That was impressive. I appreciate that they went through the effort to socially distance and shoot a commercial just making fun of Charles's preparation for the match. <laughs> Him and his am- amphibiousness. <laughs> we'll talk about the match here in a little bit. Drew, that's a good story. Good uh, good way to kick off on deck. I dig it. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, so apparently minor league teams are struggling a little bit, and it's not just minor league teams either. Another story came out today uh, that we'll, I'll lump into this one, but – you know, with no team, with no sports going on, no fans in the stands, teams are trying to find out ways to get people into the stadium. And uh, the Pensacola Blue Wahoos decided to put their stadium up on Airbnb for fifteen hundred dollars a night. You can pay fifteen hundred dollars. You and up to ten guests can stay in the stadium. You get access to the field. You get access to the uh, to the the locker rooms. Like you have full run of the field. I want to know if they're going to give you like the Netflix login so that you can watch the office on the big video board out in the out in left oh. field. Like that's the, or I mean, okay, let me ask you guys this. Would you pay $1,500 to go stay at a double a stadium? Is the concession stand in operation? It don't mm. need to be staffed. I'll figure it out myself. But like if I can eat myself to death on elephant ears, <laughs> worth it. <laughs> This isn't, I mean, if you think about it. Wait, no, wait, hold on. Are they, are they a Bud Light Stadium, Miller Light? Like what is their beer sponsorship situation too? That's a good question. I have no idea, but I'm sure you can bring your own in. So you can bring your own Mm. brews in uh, and then you can like have a huge wiffle ball game. This would be an awesome idea for a bachelor party. 
like 150 bucks per guy and you get 10 dudes to go crash at the the blue wahoo stadium that's amazing oh dude you see the comments right right quick here yes matt Barr. uh are we allowed to take bp uh yes nope, you have don't care access. about that move on <laughs> <laughs> when are we renting it out for cbs fret fest uh i prefer greg cbs fest uh yes sports dance great coming up with dude, cbs fest pronunciation uh, I, that'd be cool. I'd I'd I mean, pay right? that to rent it out. We could have a night with all of our fans. <laughs> it's so us. what's one hundred and fifty dollars split three ways or uh, fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> for three ways because uh, nobody else is chipping it. Fair. We got rid of it. Also, my quick math says that's five hundred. Wow, boy. Education coming in handy. There was another team so, that that went. Uh, they they made some waves today. The Dolphins are using Hard Rock Stadium as a drive-in movie theater, so people are going to be able to drive into the stadium, park in the stadium. They're going to use the video board to show like old movies, old Dolphins games, which. Uh, would you really want to pay to go watch old Dolphins games? Uh, but yes, th- you would get me the hell out of this house and watching <laughs> sports. I don't give a shit. The question I have, though, is how am I getting home? Because I'm going to be blacked out. And like <laughs> if I have to drive my car out of there, well, basically, they just entrap me into a DUI. So if Ray Finkel's best... not there, I don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, it's a no go if there's no Finkel. That's the only Dolphins uh, game I want to watch on the big screen is Ace Ventura. That's it. I just want to watch that version of the Dolphins on Hard Rock Cafe. On you know, that's, that's funny. We were talking about having a movie night this weekend and doing uh, all of Adam Sandler's biggest hits. Dude, I saw Uncut Gems this week finally. Now that it hit Netflix, good Lord, that's a good flick. Have you guys seen Uncut Gems? Like I actually had to Google it when you said that. I was like, oh, well, "What is this thing?" I was thinking it was like uh, you don't know what it is either. Scott? Recruiting thing, dude. Uncut Jim Sandler almost got a uh, Oscar for that performance. Like he killed it in that movie. Seriously, after the show, go to Netflix, watch Uncut Gems. Skip Ultimate Tag tonight. Go watch Uncut Gems on Netflix. Probably not episode. gonna do that. <laughs> but okay, thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> Uh, all right, Scott, you're on deck. What do you got? Uh, I was desperately nervous that we weren't going to be able to fit some MJ talk in here. So oh, the fact Jesus. that uh, the the Zapruder film of MJ uh, came out this week, they uh, after we all watched The Last Dance and, and there was that part where Jordan said it wasn't him that uh, led to uh, Isaiah Thomas not being on the Dream Team, well, there was a recording this week that came out with audio of Jordan clearly saying, if Isaiah's on the team, then he did, he wasn't going to play. <laughs> and that's clutch Michael Jordan. I mean, we talked about it after the, the Dream Team episode, and we all agreed, like, Isaiah Thomas sucks anyway, so it's no big deal. But the fact that Jordan sat there during his documentary and basically just lied right to all of our faces, even, as, even though it was something that's been rumored forever, Makes you wonder how much other stuff was just fabricated. No, it like, doesn't make me thing. wonder because I told you it was fabricated. I told you it was a propaganda no, film. You all no, no, bought no. into you, the garbage. You most of it was all true, but I'm just saying anytime he was speaking, there might not have been 100 percent true there. That's all. The rest <laughs> that, of it was true, though. That's a weird thing to lie about, too, though, because Jordan it, was it like pretty really open about other thing. stuff. Like you would have thought he would have flexed him. Like, yeah, I told him we couldn't have Isaiah. Screw that guy. That's true. Why would you like it? I mean, especially when you're like, everybody's going to hate me after this. Why not put that in there then? Do it. Like at that point, why not? 
Well, yeah, and I mean, he, he shat on Ho Grant. He kind of alluded to Scotty maybe not really having a migraine or him not believing it at the time during the, the, the game where he left with a migraine. Like, there was all sorts of times on his own teammates where he really didn't shy away from the truth or, or trying to, like, revisit it. And then this one where you think he'd just be up front like, yeah, I don't want that bitch on my team. I'll tell anybody who asked. <laughs> and instead he lied about it, and now the audio is there to prove that he didn't. But everybody's suspected it forever. Like, that's always been the thing. Well, wait a minute, now, Scott. Where did you where did you hear that audio? Where did you see that posted? Uh, they this was released on the uh, a podcast called the, the Dream Team Tapes, and okay. uh, it was Good. it is a, a tape that they had just played during the show. So, because I I got the app alert from ESPN, and so I was going to go a little bit con- conspiracy theory of like, okay, so Jordan does the doc, he says he didn't say it, then ESPN releases another thing later saying that he did say it, so they just keep making money off the same shit. Well, and I said that too, that ESPN was going to ride this out and that there was yeah. going to be all sorts of other things that just kind of trickled out. It was basically like me where it's just like, all right, well, we've got these 10 episodes and that's going to be the thing. But then afterwards, we've got to keep this going because there's still not much going on. This is the biggest thing we got to. So we're just going to trickle out little things that happen here and there. But Javi making a great point that all of these people watched this documentary before it was released. Did and they, though? Them complaining afterwards seems kind of strange. I saw that I saw that comment from Javi, and I, I'm wondering, did they actually watch it, though? Like, they were interviewed for it, sure, but that doesn't mean they were shown the whole thing. Like, they may not have seen all ten parts. They may have seen their interview of, like, this is what we're using of you, and they were like, yeah, okay, rubber stamp, but that's fine. But to... I don't know. It would be even better is if they they showed them the entire thing except for anything with Mike, where they're just like, all right, so here's the whole documentary, but we're still working on talking to Mike, so we can't really show you that. Like, okay, okay, everything looks good. And then they're like, wait a minute, I didn't sign up to be part of this shit. And then Mike blasts him. My favorite part was Hogan was so mad about it. Like, he was so mad about his role. And I don't even think he got like done that dirty at all. I didn't think he, he got didn't and Ho Ho Grant just looked like he was mad. Somebody took his sandwich. Like if somebody had given him a cookie, he would have been You taking sandwiches away. That's that's serious, bro. Yeah. That's bad and... as cake, but that's still pretty serious. <laughs> <laughs> Who looked just worse, saying. do you think? Uh, do you think uh, after the fact with the, the complaining, you think Ho Grant and his complaints and his like, ah, I'll fight tight, I'll fight uh, Jordan if I see him, or was it Scotty who was like, I'm really hurt by, by how it's portrayed? Which one ends up looking worse after it's all said and done? Ho Grant. You think so? You yeah. think he looks worse? I, I feel, I don't know, man. It's hard because, like, who cares about Ho Grant? Like, he, he didn't get done dirty in, in, in the documentary. Scotty, I think they made him look really good, but at the same time, Scotty was just kind of like, oh, poor me, we're broke, womp womp. Like, they're both kind of <laughs> well, just like, see, dude, who cares? Like, you know, pick yourself up out that's the floor why I and feel like, That's why I feel like Scotty looks a little worse because he's like, oh, this is, you know, I, I, they did me Scotty bad. Scotty got six rings. But then his wife is out here like, no, we got money. It's cool. You guys, you guys all bad. So, like, Scotty's wife is fighting his battles for him. Yeah, but Scotty filed for bankruptcy. And, I mean, once upon a time when 30 for 30 started, he was on, he was one of the oh, athletes good. mentioned in Broke. Like, I mean, <laughs> so let's not forget. Scotty, hey, like, Scotty hasn't made, made a, a lot of bad investments. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he has a got back on track. He bought a, a, a $2 million yacht that he couldn't afford. But uh, no, I mean, the only problem is it's it's kind of like if they interviewed Batman and Robin after they retired and Batman was just shit. I'm like, damn, man, I always had to, you know, bring my grappling hook because Robin's grappling hook was always fucking up. So 
Like, I think that's how it is. Or just like, damn, did Robin really, was he really that bad? Or, yeah, but know? do you put Robin in that? You see a dude, a superhero in that costume, like, what do you expect to happen? Like, he's clearly there. He's like, the, he's the chum you throw in the water to lure the shark out and then you stab him in the face. That's Robin's role. So know your role, Ho Grant. Damn. <laughs> I don't think Ho Grant is Robin in this case. I feel like Ho Grant is like Alfred. Like Scotty's Robin. No, because Alfred was cool, man. That mofo, he would mess someone up if he came after Bruce. Man, Ho Grant is Batgirl. <laughs> there you go. That's better. the one that came along way later. Like, although oh, okay. at the same time, though, Batgirl was badass because she was doing it on her own. Was she though? Uh, I think so. Cause like, cause Bruce was like, "Oh, I'm retired. I can't take this anymore." And like, Batgirl had to step up and save the city again. Why is Gotham always in so much goddamn trouble? <laughs> Have you seen that place? There's supervillains everywhere. That's what I want to But yeah, but how? Like, are they near a nuclear reactor? Like, what's going on in that city? What's wrong with the fucking water, man? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Ed from uh, Pardon the Punctuation, shout out Ed. He said uh, on Twitter, he's buying a Rodman jersey after watching it. So uh, Rodman Ooh. comes out looking good. Uh, I think BJ what came out looking Rodman good, jersey, too. kind of though? Because there's all kinds of different, you know, makes of that thing. There are quite a, a bit. Uh, <laughs> Shetty wants us to move on from the Batman Last Dance comparison, but not before Matt Barr chimes in with Hograin is the Chris O'Donnell Robin. <laughs> Damn. Ouch. That's harsh. That's cold. That's real cold. That's going to uh, cut a man deep right there. <laughs> this has been on deck. Let's move on to what were you smoking? Uh, this was a story that came out this week. FC Cincinnati, local MLS club here, hired their new head coach this week. Uh, Yop Stom is this dude's name. Uh, he was introduced on Twitter, but instead of using a picture of Stom, they used a picture of Drew. You got to help me with this dude's name. Tennis Van. It don't matter. Who cares? Uh, it was just a Good different job. bald white guy. It was a different bald white guy that they used. To M- be fair, you wouldn't pronounce it correctly anyway. Uh, n- no one would and also who cares yep. guys what is this coach. like the the 40th coach in their history and they've only been around for two years well it's their second coach this season <laughs> so there's that <laughs> only played one <laughs> uh yeah my favorite part of this was the teams roasting fc cincinnati on twitter after the gaffe happened like columbus crew tweeted back and was like congrats yop and they had a, a picture of jason statham mm-hmm. uh, that was my favorite though san statham jose is solid <laughs> I, he could coach our team right now <laughs> i don't give a shit what he knows about football he is european after all so he's and, goddamn better than these well, other Drew, we clearly missed an opportunity here we should have tr- tweeted back congratulations and, and then had a picture of mike he's a ginger just any old bald white no 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 I mean, he's any old bald white guy he was a ginger he's you gotta be you gotta be clean you yeah i gotta, gotta be, clean. be clean shaven uh yeah also uh yeah. san jose earthquake said live free or die hard yep and had a picture of bruce willis <laughs> old bruce willis too not even yeah. like the early die hard like not wait even did, die they, hard did they hire a christmas coach then or <laughs> they ain't no damn christmas movie moving on it ain't, um, but I'm just wondering because I know we're going to get that in the comments. Somebody's going to mention oh, it, so I just yeah. want to know, is he a Christmas coach? He is uh, not a Christmas coach. Minnesota okay, cool. Minnesota welcomed Yop with a picture of Vin Diesel. Uh, that was a good one, too. That was strong. My favorite, though, was the Vancouver Whitecaps who said, congrats, Yop, on your new contract for $1 million with a picture of Dr. Oh, Evil. Yeah. That was pretty solid. Uh, and then uh, Philadelphia, uh, they had a picture of Pitbull. <laughs> Dude, that to me is the one that hurts the most. What are they doing? What a like Drew, you're the soccer guy on the show. What the hell is FC Cincinnati doing? 
Well, as the coach himself pointed out, there are a lot of bald Dutch guys that look very similar, and he honestly wasn't shocked. And this isn't the first time it's happened either. Like, this has happened multiple times before in actual press releases. And they talked to the guy that they actually, like, tweeted first, the wrong guy. They talked to him. Dude said he's been getting blown up, asking, like, wait, so you got transferred over to America? Because he's, I think he's somewhere in Africa coaching a team there or somewhere. No, he's with Ajax. But he says that he will be in the streets and people will come up to him with jerseys of Yam, the actual coach, and ask them to sign it because he looks so much like him. So, like, maybe it's kind of excusable, but at the same time, like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, where's our quality control? Like, <laughs> take a quick glance at this shit and figure it out. Like, how – I seriously, you're announcing the hiring of a new coach, and the guy that you actually hired thought that it was a joke that someone screwed this up and his buddy had actually Photoshopped it in, and the guy was like, no, no, dude, this is, like, their official Twitter. Like, it's it's blue check verified. Like, they they did you dirty. And he's – and at this, and he's so resigned to the fact he's like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Scott, are you happy? Because he only thinks he's going to be on the job for three or four months. It's like <laughs> what the longest tenure of any coach. I mean, he, he probably figures that eh, it's not long anyway. I mean, they change coaches around here oh, every week, so he's here to build a program. Though he can't wait to build a winning MLS side and yada yada yada. I think it's very telling that they confused him with a youth coach like a guy that coaches teenagers because that's what this is a squad of freaking children man this entire organization's trash i can't wait for them to sit down in orlando and get their asses kicked for basically a month and a half and and be limping away from camp that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be summer camp where they just they're the kid that gets beat up and put in the the uh put in the toilet the outhouse every single day it's gonna be ugly dude what is what is going on with this tournament in orlando what is mls doing uh what's their their plan that they have here to come back yeah so it's like the new hotness basically i think what they're doing is they're taking all the teams down there they're putting them in orlando same training facilities same stadiums whatever they're gonna play a round robin to then do a knockout stage because we're in america and that's how things happen you have to have playoffs or else it doesn't count um and basically just play it out between, I want to say they, they were splitting it up into still East-West conference stuff and then just playing matches. I I don't know. So they're it's, not going to have like a season. They're, they're just going to have a tournament this year? It's, I mean, it's like, it's it's a microcosm of how they have their season anyways. It's weak. Like it's basically going to be group stage and then knockout round. But that's kind of so, weak, right? You're like, I guess there's, there's soccer, but uh, I mean... It's just one tournament and then it's done. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm on board. Like 10 with this people point. are watching MLS when there's no COVID. So, <laughs> what are seven going to be watching this? Hey, I mean... all I know is basically like my season ticket money is getting forwarded next year. So, that makes club seats that's much cheaper. So, I'm like, fine, whatever. Like, I'm not going to have to sit out in the Cincinnati heat and roast my ass for a team that's going to lose, anyways. And I'm that much closer to drinking indoors for three hours before the match and blacking out my way to my seats. It'll be fine. Well, especially if they've got a youth soccer coach as their head coach. I mean, yeah, well, who's paying for that? Exactly, because he's going to be most worried about curfew and making sure that your GPA is high enough to still play. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. Although Freddie Amai is like 17, 18, 19. I don't know, whatever. He can't drink even. I don't know if he's even hit two decades old, but... Ed wants to know if uh, how long it's going to be until FC Cincinnati gets kicked out of MLS or goes bankrupt. Never, never. The economics aren't set up to function that way. I wish they were. You know, I, 
if there was relegation in the MLS, it'd be amazing because there's a bunch of quality USL sides that would at least make it interesting. Um, and if you give a squad a bump up to MLS with those TV deals for a year, that can really start to grow a grassroots situation that the United States is in. But, you know, in America, we don't want to do that kind of stuff. We're all about, you know, accepted monopolies here because why not, right? Let all the, the OWGs just get richer. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't have actual true competition. Like, let the Browns continue to be the Browns. But, you know, let Art Modell do whatever he needs to get paid. You know, let people, you know, sneak out in the middle of the night. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It ain't really about the sport anyways at the end of the day, right? Like, ask I was Bill confused Belichick. for a second there. You said Browns, and I didn't realize you were switching to NFL. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Leave <laughs> oh, us I'm alone. going all over with anything. this, yeah. In America, we don't care about the sport. We just care about the cash money, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, and especially you went from OWGs to talking about the Browns, and I know OWGs definitely don't care about the Browns. Well, it, as long as they're still lying their pocketbooks, they don't care, yeah. Scott, Scott, are you glad that uh, this time around it was a white guy that was confused for another white guy uh, that all bald white guys look alike? Does that, yeah. does, <laughs> does that make you feel a little bit better about the whole situation? I mean, a little bit, but not really. <laughs> Scott, what would it take for you to watch an MLS game? Uh, people giving me tickets, like when we went to go see Columbus Crew. <laughs> so wait, so Scott, if... If, if, I, something? if I had an extra ticket, would you come with? Uh, yeah. And and we just straight up split beer costs. I don't even have to like bribe you with booze at all. No, I don't think so. I mean, all that's right. that's my thing. Like watching live sporting events, unless I really care about the teams, I just don't go to my way to pay for anything. It's not really worth it. <laughs> so I feel like Scott's going to be the guy where like they're driving to his kids the league game. He's like, wait a minute. It's five bucks to park in this place? Nah, that yeah, ain't we're, we ain't I'll doing this. <laughs> no, nah, I'll circle around. Yeah, I, I just keep the car running. Yeah, I'll, I'll be here after the game. <laughs> Sorry, son, I can't watch you because they want me to pay to watch you play live sports. Not good enough. All right, uh, Robert Taylor chiming in saying it's taking his, all of his self-control to continue watching this while just talking about MLS. So we will move on. Before we do, uh, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our sponsor, More Labs. All you got to do, everybody, go to morelabs.com, use the code SPORTS, and you get 20% off your entire order. I found out this weekend there's only two things in the world that can get me to sleep uh, anymore. One is day drinking for 12 hours. The other is uh, this product from More Labs that will put you to sleep. Uh, it, it is an amazing product. It comes in their life hack pack. You can get a six-pack of it as well. Get 20% off at morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. If you're boozing, if you're hanging out, uh, morning recovery will get you through your morning meetings easily. You'll be able to deal with the kids. Hit them up, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS for 20% off your entire order. All right, fellas. Uh, I for, wa- for the record, the product is called Dream Well because you couldn't seem to find the name. What did I say? Did I say anything? You just kept saying this product, that thing. <laughs> Dream point- Well for more labs will put you to sleep like a baby. 10.5%, baby. 10.5%. I've also got a lot of stuff going on <laughs> over here. I got a lot of I things got- that I'm handling. Uh, so because of that, because I want to just hang out, uh, Scott. God, I wish we had a producer. Let's do that hockey. Scott, let's do that hockey. Uh, this is a new segment where Scott does that hockey. Scott. Oh, nice. Ah, yes. yes, buddy. Hanging, hanging with my homies. Oh, look at that, though. Hanging with my homies. Is that, is that all the Subban brothers? Uh, well, or, I'm sorry, dad. is that Patrick and his brothers? Yeah, look at they got his Got his pops. Got them his all pops. here, baby. The Subban clan. We out here. Nice. Oh, Patrick and his brothers. This is amazing. Uh, what's his brother's name, Scott? Do you know? 
goalie. <laughs> <laughs> I know he plays goalie. Like, I don't know his name. The one with more pads. <laughs> goalie Subban. I like it. That's going to be his name from now on. That's for sure. The uh, other one. <laughs> not not Patrick. It's Patrick and not Patrick. Right. <laughs> and then there's Patrick's dad. But it's also, I guess technically it should be not Patrick and not not Patrick <laughs> and not Patrick's dad. <laughs> Before people call me out for not, like, they don't get the joke. They don't They don't know. Back back in the day, Scott called P.K. Subban, Patrick Subban multiple times and then got iced when he couldn't name black hockey players. And it was the greatest thing. That's actually why we started doing live video on the show was we went live to watch you try to name black hockey players. It was crazy. And you, you were horrible at it. It was the best. Uh, all right, Scott. I still can't name all of them. I think we might have to bring that one back. If we're resurrecting say, old segments, that might be one we have to bring back. The good news is the fans have multiple people. Francisco, Tyson both chimed in with Malcolm. <laughs> JB even called out that we're missing a Subban, apparently. <laughs> So that's unfortunate, but uh, yeah. Man, you blame give Google Images on that. I just can't even hang out with them. Yeah, you get together, Google. Damn it. All right, Scott. But um, Google did tell us that if your cookies are flat, you should probably add more flour. Ooh. <laughs> Depends on if you're a flat earth guy or a round earth guy. Mm, Scott, let's hear that hockey. Yes, let's, let's Scott. Hockey uh, Scott. So there was hockey news this week. You are a resident hockey expert. Break down the hockey news that came out this week for us, please. They're having a 24 team tournament. There's just everybody, just 24 teams make the postseason. I didn't even see which teams didn't make the postseason. I just saw 24 teams are in. I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. Scott, how many, uh, how many teams are in the league? Mm, 30. Drew, is that right? <laughs> I was going to say, damn, Scott, he did do some research here. How do you feel if you're one of the six teams that doesn't make it in? This is, that's got to be As a fan terrible. of those teams, I feel like shit. Thanks for bringing it up, <laughs> asshole. Also, I didn't even see how they determined. Is it just the six worst teams when play stopped? They're just like, all right, you're not in. No, it's it's literally like there's a cliff, right? <laughs> like like there's teams that are like on the bubble. And, and honestly, they probably extended. The, or I'm sorry. What am I saying? I don't know. That's a great question, Scott. Yeah, Scott, do why don't you tell this? us how they determine? I don't determined. know anything about hockey. I don't know. I didn't reserve. All I know is that there's 43 black players in the NHL right now. And Detroit has three, which is the most of any team in the league. So they're winning it all. Based can you on name? Can, well, they also didn't make the playoffs, but that's cool. <laughs> I appreciate the, the support. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you can, can you name any of our black players? Uh, Trevor Daly. Hey, there you go. Booyah. Uh, now, really, now do it without googling. Uh, now do it without googling. Oh no, no, no! I didn't. I didn't do no, it. That, that was. Yeah, that I was going to say that was the only one that I had. If you ask me for any more, I have no more. I, I just know that they have three. All right, so we don't know how these teams were determined. Uh, we barely got there's 31 teams, as Tyson and and JB are pointing out in the the comments. Uh, so there's there's 31 teams. So there's seven teams that missed the playoffs. Why is there an odd number of teams? God, hockey. So wait, because, no, hang on, Drew. Wait. Hang on, Drew. Hang on, Drew. You're Scott, right. why is Scott? Why is there an odd number of teams in why hockey? Is there an odd number of teams? <laughs> I have no idea. That's just what I just asked you. I'm like, don't God. all these professional leagues have even number teams? Like, what? 31? What are they doing? Did you know the answer to this. Old, rich, white people. But that's, I mean, that's the answer to everything. Hold on. That's Tyson my point. That that was... Tyson is saying that San Jose's not getting in? So no. my team didn't even make the, the playoffs? 
No, and they, like to not make these playoffs, you got to be god awful, man. Seriously, I thought they yeah. were kind of good this year. All right, no. Scott, with this uh, with this tournament that they're rolling out, twenty four teams. Uh, who do you think this new uh, this new setup benefits the most? Like, which team do you think has the the easiest path now? Las Vegas, because they've got Lil John. <laughs> And they Mason, just, we know the real answer. They, We're just trying to just, make Scott score. They just missed winning the title last year, so it's got to be Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, Greg from Sportsstands chimed did, in. Did they, though? Yeah, didn't they were in the finals. What are you talking about? No. You're not making me sweat. They were in the – or were they, hold, on, hold on. They were in the final, the Stanley Cup final. There's no S. I write about the final, but – no, no, that was a different team that won from the Western Conference that won the whole Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, St. Louis won it. last year. That's right. Yeah, they, they were out of nowhere. Oh, well, should have been lost. <laughs> we may not be making Scott squirm, but this is working well enough that JB doesn't think he can take it anymore. Uh, Scott, Greg wants to know, is the knuckle puck an effective shot, you know, since you're a pure hockey guy? Uh, so mm, I would only try it from the red line, <laughs> but I, I, anywhere outside of that, then you're probably going to screw it up. So it wouldn't be effective. Uh, otherwise the goalie's just going to snare it. Does it work with a regular puck or does it need to be one of those plastic street hockey pucks? Mm, you have to be on rollerblades. Oh, that's the key. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when does this start up, Scott? When are they planning on uh, starting this up? Next month. All right, good. Uh, and then, uh, in terms <laughs> He's so of confident, <laughs> all you have to do is it. say you things. Just say it quick. Say Nobody it fast. Next I love it. Like Costanza says, it's not a lie if you believe it. It's absolutely <laughs> not. Next month is safe as bad as any. Uh, how oh, shut this? up, Tyson. Justin Abdicator was good once upon a time. Uh, uh, Scott, I got to know, how is this going to affect things? Like, if you think about, like, the draft uh, is always based on, you know, standings from the previous year in in all sports. How is something like this playoff going to affect the NHL draft going forward? I don't know. Seven, 17-year-old white kid from somewhere is going to be the first overall pick anyway. So I don't think anything really changes. I mean, there's only 43 black guys in the league, so I can tell you that in the draft, there's probably one that'll get picked somewhere. He'll probably get cut the next day. <laughs> All right, uh, here's your, your Western Conference playoff picture. Uh, the top four seeds, you didn't mention this when you were talking about the tournament, but the top four seeds in each conference play a round-robin tournament to decide the seeding of those top four seeds. Uh, so in the West, you've got St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas who do you think uh, has the best uh, opportunity to get the one seed out of that round robin? Colorado, of- because with, with Forsberg and Joe Sackick and Patrick Waugh in goal, there's no way they can lose. Fuck Patrick Waugh. Whoa, whoa. You check your tone, son. <laughs> no, nah, he's you a talk, big You don't baby. talk about one of the, the best goalies of all time. Patrick Roy is a saint. <laughs> there you go. That's more like it. Uh, all right, on the on the eastern side, I don't even know who are the top four seeds in the East, Scott, that are going to be playing in this round robin. Mm, Boston, Toronto. Um, who else is in the East? Uh, the Predators. I don't even know if they're in the East. The, mm, I mean, they've got thirty-one no. teams, so they probably don't put them in the right. 
All right, so the the top four in the East are the Bruins. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I bet Tampa Bay is one of them. <laughs> it's the Tampa Bay is one of them. Uh, oh, score! The Bru- <laughs> Suck on that. Is the Bruins, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Flyers are the top four in the East? So who out of that? I got two out of the four. Yeah, who out of that has the best chance to get that number one seed, that coveted number one seed? Uh, Ovechkin. I actually don't hate that pick. I think that's a solid pick because let's face it, Tampa Bay is going to shit down their legs, right? The, like they always do. They're not. I was going to say they did that what year before last. Here's the good thing though with this: uh, Tampa Bay can't lose in the first round because it's round robin, so they just get seated at the number four seed, so they won't lose, right? They just. No, but they can still lose during well, that round. I don't count that as the first round. I count the the four. No, I mean like they robin. lose in the round robin. They just straight up lose left and right. But then they so just I think get it's the fourth seed. They're Colorado not versus Washington in the finals. Colorado wins in six. Drew, who is your pick for uh, just, for the Stanley so Cup here's, final? Here's the thing, real quick. That's not a terrible pick at all. <laughs> that's what? that's actually pretty straight up solid. Because if we played this straight and I actually talked about hockey, I mean, like, I know a little bit. I mean, it's not. Oh, really? You hide it well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know that it's played on ice. I know that they wear skates. I know that Patrick plays for some Canadian team these days because he moved on from the U.S. Isn't he back? At, isn't he in New Jersey? Yes. <laughs> ah, shit. Actually, oh, swinging a miss. Him. I forget, but yeah. It's. <laughs> Look, once my fantasy season just basically got put on pause, I just sort of checked out. I was like, well, fuck this then. It doesn't even matter anymore. I just, I got, a te- I just got a text that the fantasy league that we were in just got shut down because of I everything. Know, right? They're just like, well, I guess that's it. We're just going to finish where we were. Like, I'm just glad garbage. I didn't draft a baseball team because I was close to doing a couple of baseball leagues. And, and I'm Why glad I didn't do waste that my time. To yourself? I'll tell you what. I'll do a fantasy baseball league now if they like set it up to run with the new baseball format, but like a 162 game season over six months, Jesus Christ. That's miserable. Nah, it was fun. <laughs> I've done it a few times. It's fun. You're weird. Uh, yeah. This is uh Scott. This was very informative. I really is losing his shit. Love you though, bro. Appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, we'll check back in next week. Dude, with the, Garza uh, has a Luke Robitaille jersey. Respect. Uh, this was Scott doing that hockey. hockey. Let's do that hockey. Uh, well done, Let's Scott. Do that very, uh, very well done doing that hockey this week. I appreciate it. I look forward to your future updates uh, as the, the playoffs come into, uh, come into fruition here. I'm going to get an Adam Foot throwback jersey. The, one one oh, of the, the, the purple. No, you can. The purple, the purple ones. ones with the feet, yeah. right? With the oh, oh yeah, 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 no doubt. I would burn that if I ever had it show up in my house because it's the Avalanche jersey. But like, I respect that sweater. That's right. It's sweater. It's not yeah. jersey. It's a sweater. They wear sweaters Whatever. in hockey. Uh, no, you know- it's called New Jersey, not New Sweater. Okay, get it right. <laughs> well, this went well. Javi saying he learned so much hockey. Thank you, Javi. That's exactly what we were going for tonight. We wanted to make sure that you learned as much hockey as possible in Do That Hockey with Scott. Uh, thank you, Scott, for the education this week. Really appreciate it. The other big event that happened this weekend uh, was the match two. We had Tiger and Phil uh, along with Manning and Brady. And now it's time for Mike to... Put you all to sleep. It's nap time with Mike. Here we go. This is this is golf wow. talk, everybody. Uh, is that a, a groan because you're falling asleep, or did you just come in your pants a little bit? 
take it how you want, Drew. Take it how you want on that one. All right. Well, what's up then? Uh, did you guys watch the match this weekend? Yes. No, but I saw Brady lost, so I got what I came for. Brady played like dog crap for like the first eight holes. He looked human. It was amazing to see Tom Brady be terrible at something. Uh, and then all of a sudden he holes out from like 150 yards and starts talking all kinds of trash. Uh, and then he splits his pants. And He should have like, stuck with the ass-eating season. <laughs> That's what he should have stuck to. Stay in your lane, Tom. I think this was the the best golf that we've seen on TV, uh, hands down, it, it, since like a Ryder Cup, basically. This was I think it was the best golf we've seen on TV in 2020. It yeah, was. Well, <laughs> wow, way to go on a limb, Scott. It was the best golf we've seen since Tiger won his last Masters. It, well, dude, okay, so Tiger was in the zone. I think oh, the dude, tour should I was be terrified. It. Tiger is back. Granted, yeah. it's his home course, and he plays it all the time, and he got to play in a cart, so it's not as much work on his back. But Tiger a is back. Uh, he looked good. He did not miss. Tiger was killing it. Uh, I need John Daly involved in the next one of these weird... That's what I was going to ask you. Who do you guys want in the next version of this? Uh, because Ricky, I would... Ricky Fowler and Tom Daly. Or Tom John... Daly. All right. We'll Tom get... Daly. John Daly. Sorry. <laughs> I would like to see Tom Daly play. That could be entertaining. <laughs> Uh, Javi wanting well, who to know, is he though? Let's can we find him? Who is we'll this look person? I Tom want Marshawn Lynch yeah. to pair with. Ricky yes, Fowler. I would love to see Marshawn. <laughs> oh man, Marshawn on the course would be the that'd be so good. Uh, I mean, he, has, he whipped that golf cart around when he was at Cal, so we know he can drive a golf cart. <laughs> is that wait? So is that the qualifying for the to be part of the match? You can drive a golf cart. No, it came down to you can talk trash because there was so much trash talk between Manning and Brady. Brady talked trash to Manning at one point. He like threw his Tennessee head cover on the ground and was like, they haven't been oh, good since yeah, you were there, that was so which is mild. funny coming from a Michigan guy because it's like, bro, Michigan's been dog shit too, so why don't you chill out? Javi uh, bringing up the point, he said, why don't they play in shorts more often? It is a rule that they're not allowed to play in shorts. They have to wear pants, and actually I'm surprised the course let them wear shorts uh, regularly, like I've played at courses where they're like, you can't wear jeans, you can't wear, like, you can't wear shorts, you have to wear pants. Um, also, Matt Barr said that this was the best golf he's seen in a long time. It was super entertaining, well worth it. If you get a chance, go uh, go back and watch it. Charles Francisco, Barkley, what's there? What's under settle between Sergio and Tiger? That's easy. Tiger, hands down. Sergio's trash. Mm, poor Serge. Poor Serge just couldn't ever get it done. I feel bad for him. I liked him too, but he just he he was never he was never what he should have been. Let's dust VJ Singh off. Let's get him back in there. Oh yeah, what do you think he's doing these days? I don't know. Probably trying to stay relevant somewhere. Hey, oh, what was that? What was that dude that uh, Tiger had that that putt off with the 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 Chinese dude Chan? I I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't oh, remember damn, that weekend that he went to a playoff and it, Tiger ended up winning, but it, it, like that dude pushed him to the limit. I, I I think it was the Masters, but oh shit! Mm. Scott just said, "Give me Fowler, Fowler and MJ versus Daly and LeBron." Can LeBron Man. golf Ooh, even just a wink? Because if he could, that'd be amazing. Who do you go for in that case, Scott? Because you got MJ on one team and Daly on the other. What do you do? MJ. Oh. Against John Daly or Tom Daly, as you would say, yeah, no, I mean MJ. Uh, MJ could be paired up with. Satan. I feel like no, I feel yeah, like you got to flip MJ. it. I feel like you got to flip it. You got to go Fowler and LeBron versus MJ and Daly because Fowler is a solid golfer, as is MJ. Daly, depending how many uh, 
fists of vodka he's had, he could be okay. We don't know about LeBron's golf game. That's a good point. So we we need to no figure idea. that. We got to figure out his handicap and his slope, but <laughs> that could be solid. Uh, Greg saying we need an MJ and Floyd Way- Floyd Mayweather pairing. Uh, there would be quite a few side bets uh, if those two came about. That's the other thing. There were side bets that happened in this one. Uh, you had one hole, the fifth hole. They were only allowed to play with one club. There was long drive competition. It was. This is what golf needs to be every weekend. It was so entertaining, dude. I, I'm it serious. really was, but don't don't you love how in the long drive competition, Phil gave his little speech, made sure to mention his sponsor, or whatever, and then shanked his shit like forty five <laughs> degrees into someone's house. Well, look on the next one, they've got to at least do the inverse. So this time it was three white guys and a black guy. So we need three really hood guys, and then one just you know any random white golfer. How about that? Winning. So so Charles. <laughs> No, Charles isn't hood enough. Yeah, He's but just... did you, dude, watching him swing a golf club for a full eighteen holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, that's that, it. Would be fun, but I mean, we've seen that. I mean, I need like like I said, it's like Marshawn. We we need people that are just like get Marshawn, two chains. Can we get Slim Bowler in this one? Let's no, get Slim. I still want, I, I still want athletes. You got to <laughs> stick with that. Slim's so... a hustler, baby. We learned that in the last dance. Slim's a hustler. Like oh like uh, is Matt Barnes is still in the league, so we need Matt Barnes. He he's pretty hood in there. We we can throw Matt Barnes, Marshawn Lynch, uh, one more, one more, and then we got to think of just a really who's like the cleanest white guy in golf right now, Dustin Johnson or something like that. Just pick a name Dude, out. Dude, he of a does hat. coke all the time. Yeah, oh, Dustin, 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 no, Dustin Johnson's Dustin the one that Johnson. does coke. Yeah, no. Who, who's a really clean white guy? Just pick a name out of a hat, bro. Like the whole the whole tour outside of Tiger and Dustin Johnson. Oh no! Wait, what was that? What was that Southern kid that won the the Masters or whatever? The one that was like estranged from his family and it was just like basically just trash. And he was from Auburn. Super redneck dude. He's kind of fat. Know, Patrick man. something. Patrick Reed. Is that a thing? Oh, Patrick Reed. Yeah, but yeah. he talks trash. Ooh, Antonio Brown. Robert Taylor coming with Antonio Brown. Oh. That wouldn't be a bad one. That's pretty. He, he's timely. Boogie. Frankie saying boogie. Oh. Boogie Cousins? Getting Boogie Cousins out there? That'd be so Boogie Cousins, Antonio Brown, Marshawn Lynch. And Frankie also and said Patrick Amari Reed. Stoudemire. That'd be a solid option as well. Yeah, what's Amari doing these days? I he bet he's in China or something. He's in Asia. Yeah, I to be like, I bet he has like a nice taco shack down there in Phoenix and just be chilling. You know what I mean, he makes some great pork al- uh, tacos al pastor and just like crushes it. And from part of the punctuation said chubs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. I'm watching Happy Gilmore this week, and I'm looking forward to that so much. <laughs> this... I, uh, I'm gonna make a Zach Randolph. Nah, is, he's too mild. Speaking of movie, Adam Sandler moves you to stop after this and go watch it, that right there. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I mean the rest of them you should just skip. Fun story: When uh, my sister was four, she wanted to watch some Disney movie, and I was like, "No, no, no, let's watch this instead." So I showed her Happy Gilmore, and then at the dinner table, she stood up and yelled, "Suck my white ass ball!" And uh, my, I was I was in a bit of trouble. This has been golf talk. <laughs> That explains a lot about your sister's life, I think. (laughs) It really does. She also punched my brother in the head while he was napping and said, now you've had enough, bitch. Uh, I think that was the one that got me in in real trouble. Scott says Lance Stevenson. That's a good dude to include in this. 
Lance would actually Dirk Nowinski though. Robert Taylor, good call on the Dirk Nowinski one. I would that that's a good yeah. I can see Lance Stevenson, Dirk Nowinski. I love how Uh, you say Dirk's last name. Say it one more time. Nowinski, Nowinski, Nowinski. (laughs) Jesus, now you got me thinking about it. Well, you were dead wrong, as you said it. Dead well, wrong. it's fine. Almost it's okay. as bad as me saying caramel, uh, but not quite. Mm. All right, let's do a real quick. It's a good thing I'm not from like Eastern Europe or anything. <laughs> let's do a, a real quick plug here. Everybody, if you guys have some extra cash, you want to spend it, spend it with us. Be sure to rep the show. Go to craftbreedsports.com slash shop. You can find T-shirts, hats. Uh, we got tank tops. Robert Taylor, your, your shirt's back in stock. Uh, the the three quarter sleeve uh, baseball shirts those are there. The one I wore last week. Yes, rep it. Uh, go get some gear for the show. Support us. Craftrootsports.com slash shop. Help us out and rep the show. Sell out. Uh, all right, fellas, let's do a quick edition of Fire or Dumpster Fire. So this week, the NFL owners will be voting on a rule change for onside kicks where a team can, instead of kicking an onside kick, have a 4th and 15 situation on their own 25-yard line. If they pick it up, they retain possession. If not, the other team takes over wherever the play ends. Here's a couple caveats for this. You're only allowed to do it in regulation. You're only allowed to do it twice. Uh, And I think you're only allowed to do it if you're trailing. There was like some other clarifications that came out with today. Fire or dumpster fire on this new rule, Scott? Um, dumpster fire because the NFL trying to switch anything on the fly is always horrible. I mean, you had Troy Vincent come out in this week and say they completely botched the whole pass interference rule thing. And we saw that this year. It was, it was completely asinine how they tried to fix the pass interference calls. And this, this sounds just ridiculous. It's, it's almost as bad an abortion as, uh, Oh, you get better draft picks if you hire black people. <laughs> I'm waiting again for the NFL to just come out and say, uh, April Fool's Day. (laughs) (laughs) The the comments are split right now. Matt Barr saying fire. Robert Taylor saying way fire. Javi saying dumpster fire. Uh, Drew, fire or dumpster fire on this new onside kick rule? Well, it's definitely not as bad as the draft pick thing. Uh, (laughs) And and yeah, pardon the punctuation is absolutely right. Kickoffs have not been the same since Pat McAfee left. I feel like this is a step in the right direction though. Like it's at least feasible that this may be able to change a game, but then like there's all these rules and regular, like why only two, why only you're trailing? Like who the hell cares, man? If you want to onside kick to start the fucking football game, like let them do it, man. Let's go offense. Let's score some fucking points. You still could onside kick it. This is just in, this is like an alternative version. No, that's stupid. Get rid of the onside kick. It never works. It's stupid. It's a waste of time. People can get hurt. Like it's dumb. Like, this is at least a step in the right direction, but don't put all these, like, it's basically one of those things where it's like, hey, if you want, you can eat your dessert before dinner, but first you got to dust the mantle, you got to fold the laundry, you got to take out the trash. It's like, fine, I don't fucking want it anyways, all right? I'll just eat. <laughs> did we just lose Drew midway through? Did Drew drive through a tunnel? Oh, the no, he did. Eat my dinner first and still have my. Yeah, there it is. He's in the tunnel. Afterwards, like, this is stupid. Don't waste our time. Idiots, Drew. You're yeah, right because now you guys are frozen. It's what the shit, man. No shit, my internet connection's unstable. Zoom, thanks, asshole. This is a dumpster fire, and here's why I say dumpster fire. 
only because you do not get the chance to do this every single time. Like the fact that they put limits on it where you only get to use it twice. Like I don't care if if I'm a Chiefs fan and I've got Pat Mahomes, I want him to go for it every single time. We score, we're going to do a 4th and 15, and we're going to pick that one up, and we're going to score again. Then we're going to do another 4th and 15, we're going to pick that one up, we're going to score again. And it's 21 nothing before you even get the ball. I would love that. That's the absolute best way to do this. Don't half-step it. Like, if you're going to do it, go all in on this. Don't make this this bullshit, ah, you only get to do it twice. And uh, No, go all in. This is the NFL. They half-step everything. It's just like challenges in the first place. I mean, they instituted challenges, and then they're like, but you only get two, and we got this red flag, and if you screw up, you lose one. Like, I mean, they screwed that up. It's it's just if there's a blown call, check the booth. And if it's obvious that it was blown, then fix it. There shouldn't need to be, oh, well, you don't have any more challenges left. Duh. So this is totally the way the NFL does it. How about do you, since... Do you, think, do you think they have to do it this way because they know they screwed up the pass interference rule and they're like, if we open the floodgates and you can do this every time, the other team will never see the ball? Good. Right? Like, think about it. Good. No, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Let it open up. Like if that, let the game evolve somewhat. Let this be a new way that the game can be done. All right. You don't, you either have to, you have to decide how you want to spend your money. Do you want to have a defense that can stop the over? I want to spend my money on the over. (laughs) Yes. Bet the over every single time. That's how I want to spend my money. But, like, you have to decide, okay, we need a defense that can stop somebody like Pat Mahomes on a 4th and 15 because he's going to convert that, like, three out of four times. But we also need to have an offense that can also do the same thing. So, they, I mean, I love I love the idea, but I don't like the idea of limiting how many times oh, they can man, do that. And this is just a reminder why the last two times the Niners won the Super Bowl, all they had to do was finish one of them, and I can just sit there and be like, I don't care. This league is a joke. It's whatever. <laughs> Like, God, I wanted them to just win one so I could just tune it out and just be like, eh, the NFL can do whatever they want because it's not my NFL anymore. <laughs> yeah. But then remember they didn't win them? fire dumpster fire uh, be sure to uh comment below what you think fire dumpster fire on the new nfl rule drew uh, i don't have a, a sound cue i'm sorry i ran out of time so i don't have a fun sound cue for your cool. we got time we'll uh, figure it out this is dollar- keep- we're, we're gonna tentatively call this dollar bills y'all with drew uh this is where drew is gonna lay out the best prop bets for the weekend uh you can decide to, to place your money on these bets or not based on what drew says drew tell us where we're gonna make our dollar bills this weekend all right, so I think I think the first place we can go. We already talked about it earlier uh, during the match. Tom Brady he split his pants, right? Like so he he held it in from a hundred yards out or whatever, and he just maybe like, he really was out. down for ass eating season. <laughs> that may be what it was though. And so what what the prop bet is is will anyone split their pants in the ACL cornhole league this weekend trying to pull a Brady to get a bump? What are the odds on this one? Uh, the odds are uh, what is it? Uh, it's a it's a plus 550 to split their pants and i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna go ahead and say yeah put that money down and someone's gonna split their pants because let's be honest who does cornhole attract large dudes not very athletic and like let's be honest they're they're working with marginal talent anyways so if (laughs) if you have a chance to get your sponsorship out there you're gonna rip your pants show what's underneath there in the boxers and get that sponsor on tv Boom, go for it. So go ahead and hammer that. Yes, someone will split their pants. 
That's a first bet. All right. Uh, Greg wanting to know why Scott's not the one giving the betting advice. Uh, also, nice slam call back to Scott being unable to pick a team during the uh, the past season. I was trying to figure out what that was in reference to. I thought maybe it was the MJ love. I'm like, is it because I, oh, you're just going with the whole fact that the one season that you tuned in the show when Mike was actually good at picking. Terrible at it, Scott. You're terrible at it. See, to to be fair, it wasn't that Mike was good at picking. You were just dog shit. I I spent two and a half years carrying the show with my pick. So it's time for me to take a a week (laughs) or a year off. Regressing to the mean. It's okay, brother. Don't worry about it. Drew, what's the next one, Drew? Uh, So the the next one here, Scott, and I think you could catch some action on this one. Will Clint Boyer wreck again? Yes. So (laughs) all my money on yes. See, here you go. Like, you don't even need my advice. Dude knows what's up. So Clint Boyer wrecked us last weekend. You know, he's a bit of a hothead. But the most important thing about it is bro was just straight – crushing fools and i racing he was wrecking everyone he pissed off so many people that at one point bubba wallace just straight up quit and walked away <laughs> and and bubba wallace ended up tweeting after the fact he's like look i didn't realize i'd piss off so many people while walking away from a fake race sorry y'all <laughs> but i ain't down for this clown's play so yeah um we're going to go ahead and we're going to hit that at a minus 120 but we're still going to go in on that money because clint Boyer is going to wreck someone Dude is out for blood. He just don't even give any Fs anymore. Go ahead and hammer that this weekend into something or other. Uh, the Alcatel Uniforms 220 or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> I know. it's it's. I looked it up earlier and I was like, oh, I should probably make a note of this. No, no, this is way better. Uh, all right, one more, Drew. Hit us with one more. Oh, you? Oh, I got one more. I got two. I got two All right, give me two. Give, it, give us two. Give I'll us go, two. I'll go quick on the first one. Will Mike Golick Jr. have a heart attack on air yes. for the Peloton? Damn it, Scott. Yeah. So that <laughs> I mean, one actually though. On that that one though, honestly though, it's a it's a good bet because right now it's going off at plus one fifty. Um, mostly because people think that he's in a decent amount of shape and he's been doing stuff, but at the same time, I don't think he understands what he's getting into a Peloton. Now the tricky part is you gotta read the fine print with your bookie because what's gonna happen is Golik Jr. is gonna call it as a heartburn issue. Right, he's gonna get off the biggest. Oh, I had some heartburn. I had some chili fries last night. They're not sitting so well, and his ass is gonna collapse off camera. So, what's really key is whether or not that counts as the heart attack or not finishing the ride, or if you're gonna get you know nullified on that aspect of it because it's a DNF. So, read the fine print. Golik Jr. will not finish the thing because he will have a heart attack. Find that money, go hard on it. But the last one, and, and listen, folks, this one, this one's tough. This is a pick 'em. So go with your heart on this one. Will the SpaceX launch occur this weekend? Yes. Okay. I don't know. No, about didn't that they already? I don't, I don't it? feel so confident about that one. I'm just calling to your attention because a lot of people feel very confident about that after they scrambled the mission this today because of weather. Here's the deal, man. Mother Earth fucking hates us right now, right? She's just screwing with us left and right. She ain't even. She ain't even having anything. I mean, we got hornets coming in. We got the COVID. Apparently now, like, rodents are coming and eating our young and whatever it is. Tom so Mother Earth is done with us, right? <laughs> so I would expect it to say no, no launch. She's going to screw with us with weather patterns. But think about it this way, right? If she's sitting and goes, you know, wait a minute. If they do this, then maybe these assholes get out of here and they leave. So maybe I should let them go ahead and have this little launch and, like, kind of stoke them to get the fuck out of here. So that's why I'm calling this one as a pick em. I would recommend y'all stay the hell away from this one. Keep your money safe somewhere else, like betting on mannequins in the European soccer stadium somewhere else. Stay away from the SpaceX launch. 
This has been Dollar Bills, y'all, with Drew. Thank you, Drew, uh, for laying out how you can make some money this weekend. Um, can you pronounce Elon Musk's kid's name? Uh, Tesla. Child? Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. I like it. I dig that one. Uh, all right, fellas, uh, before we end the show tonight, I want to, you know, it was Memorial Day this weekend. Uh, we finally got some good weather around here in Ohio. Got a chance to hang out a little bit. Uh, I I don't know about you guys, but I stood by the grill, grilled out a little bit. So uh, let's fire up the grill here. Let's do a little hot takes barbecue uh, for this week. There were a couple hot takes that I had seen that we need to get into and we need to talk about. Uh, The first one being, let's let's go ahead and turn down the the sound a little bit, a little too loud, a little too hot in the earphones here. Uh, That's a good-looking steak, though, man. Let me tell you, every time I see it, so tasty. (laughs) Devor, send me my fucking beer, man. I can't wait for it. <laughs> uh, that's early. Joe, what are you doing? You're screwing up the graphics. Come on, Joe. God, get with it. Damn it, Joe. All right. First, uh, first hemp me like that. First hot take on the barbecue comes to us from Dan Orlovsky. Dan, <laughs> Dan Orlovsky <laughs> was asked. Dan what's so or- funny, dude? Dan we need to get a wide angle for Scott one of these days. We got to figure that out. What, what's what's so funny? Dude, nothing, bro. I'm just hanging out with my bros. I was gonna say, just hanging out with the homies. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky was asked to list his top five QBs since the 2018 draft. Uh, so basically, everybody after Patrick Mahomes. So here's how Dan Orlovsky listed the the top five since 2018 in the draft. Number five, Lamar Jackson. Number four, Tua. Number three, Kyler Murray. Number two, Joe Burrow. Number one, Sam Darnold. Scott, how hot is this take from Dan Orlovsky? It's as hot as the tip of the blunt he was smoking. Because that's the (laughs) most insane five that I think you could have come up with. I mean, if anything, the order is just completely all jacked up. Like, Tua? Tua! To the dude that's like he's he's hurt, he's coming off a major injury. That guy, he's up there at number four, ahead of Lamar Jackson, who is the MVP last year. Well, well, and not only that, okay, so even if you were just saying like, all right, we're basing this off what they did in college, like Sam Darnold didn't do dick in college, so he lost an Notre Dame. Like, why would he be number one? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. I didn't know that. People were saying he was like insanely skilled coming into the league and all that, but he's done nothing since he got there. And when he was in college, he was just fine. Like, I mean, he wasn't anybody like great. So Dan Orlovsky is a piece of shit. He ran out of he ran out of the back of the end zone for a safety and a play action rollout. Like, who the hell is he to talk about anything quarterback wise? I don't understand uh, all the options that ESPN has had for quarterback analysts. They went with this fucking fool. Like, this just reinforces the point. Now, that's like, a hot take. That a is hot a hot take. take. Right? That's, that's spicy meatball idiot. right there. Like, he ain't no Kirk Herbstreet. <laughs> he ain't no Todd McShay. I mean, come on now. I Look, Lamar Jackson being the top five, I kind of respect that because the guy is solid. But to put those four ahead of him, I mean, for Christ's well, sake. Well, that's the crazy thing. So, two of them haven't even taken snaps yet in the league? Orlovsky's uh, reasoning behind it was that Lamar has better weapons around him than Sam Darnold has and that's why he put Sam Darnold he said if you take Who the hell Sam cares? Darnold he's making use of the weapons he said if you put Sam Darnold on Baltimore and you put Lamar on New York Lamar is not the MVP 
Uh, but Sam Darnold could win the MVP if he's playing. No, for see, that's the that's man, the point we, he was making. To, no, we need to. Get I don't agree. I don't agree. Just I'm just saying that's what his reasoning was. I'm, I'm no, his reasoning is his reasoning is sorry, Mike, but like his reasoning is you put Lamar Jackson with Le- Le'Veon Bell and that other dude that had the the four game suspension for weed this year, and he's he's not going to at least ball out. Like he may not be MVP, but Lamar Jackson's going to get them to ten and six. I, I don't know how you put Tua ahead of Lamar, let alone Sam Darnold. Well, dude, uh, he looks is... dope as hell in those crisp Eagles uniforms. <laughs> so I get that. All right, here's the, uh, the the last hot take up here on the barbecue. Uh, this was in regards to the dispute between the MLB and the players on the return to play. A former player had this to say. Quote, in all honesty, I'm a little less optimistic than I was 10 days ago. Two weeks ago, after listening to some key players coming out and speaking on it, they continue to squabble over dollars and cents, salaries, revenue sharing, and all that kind of stuff. There's 30 million people out there, and that's out uh, 30 million people out there that's out of work. And the last thing they want to hear is a bunch of millionaires and billionaires squabble over maybe getting 30, 35% of their salaries this year. Squabbling over money is probably seventh or eighth on the list of most important things to talk about. Obviously, the health measures and whatnot are the most important thing. Scott, before I reveal this, uh, gentlemen, where do you uh, where do you rate that hot take? The problem is that you have to reveal who it is because that's going to change, uh, like how I felt. Like if I heard it was this from Jones. somebody else, I might actually agree. But when I heard who it was from, I was like. Argh. It was Chipper Jones. Scott also has a dugout mugs uh, Chipper Jones bat that he it was taken off and they had to contact Chipper's agent to get approval for Scott's order to go through. That's how deep this went. That's how deep Scott's love is for Chipper Jones. Wait a minute. You you have a dugout mug that it was actually a Chipper Jones bat? No, no, no. It's the, the Hall of Fame edition, the Chipper Jones Hall of Fame edition, and they had discontinued it when I went to go order it. Like they they stopped selling it, and so I I, I emailed Dugout Mugs, and they were like, uh, "Well, we're gonna see what we can do." And the, the guy emailed me back, he's like, "Well, we had to contact Chipper's agent because we we had to get the approval to actually make it, so we're gonna make it for you." So Dude, die hard, awesome. die hard that's Chipper it. fan. Also, that's customer service there right now, right? Dugoutmugs.com slash sports. Spla- uh, slash craft. <laughs> slash craft, thank you. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft for all your Father Day, Father's Day needs. You're damn they right, will dude. contact agents of all your favorite baseball players to make sure they can approve the design <laughs> of your father for his own engraved mug. Now, my problem with this cool. take, though, is I think it's garbage, and it's coming from a, a former athlete who uh, got paid. I'm with the Blake Snells and the Bryce Harpers and all the guys. I, I'm not taking a pay cut. I, I, the, the proposal this week where they, they cut the top guys and keep the bottom. If I'm a top guy and I work my way up, do you know how long it takes to get paid in baseball? Like, granted, once you do, you get paid a lot because it's all guaranteed. But, man, those guys toil in the minors forever making peanuts and working second jobs and doing all that stuff. If I was one of the top earners in the sport and they were like, yeah, why don't you take a pay cut? I would tell them all to kick rocks, too. And for Chipper, if I was a current player, I'd be like, hey, Chip, appreciate your take. But you're sitting at home with all your millions and retired and it doesn't affect you. (laughs) It's easy to say, oh, yeah, it's millionaires and billionaires squabbling. Like, had that come from a guy who was broke, it'd be a different story. Some middling guy who didn't make much. But Chipper, man, come on. He's also sitting there getting guaranteed contracts or guaranteed money from ESPN right now for being one of their analysts. 
and he hasn't done anything because the season hasn't been played. So like, <laughs> I think Chipper needs to shut the hell up on this one. I'm with the I'm with the upper echelon of Major League Baseball. Like, f it. If if it requires me taking a pay cut, I'm out. And 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 this guy knows too. He's grinded his way through the minor leagues and MLB the show. Like, if anyone knows the toil that it takes, it's... I won three Cy Young awards, and, and he still couldn't get arbitration. No, when I finally got paid, I'm making thirty five million a year. But still, if they ask me to yeah, take but a pay cut, stuck in San Diego or some shitty, right? No, I, I play for the Twins. We won oh, a World like Series. Like I said, though. something shitty. I, I led them to a World Series victory. But anyway, if they asked me to take a pay cut so that everybody else could play in a COVID season, I'd be like, nah. Peace. <laughs> This has been Hot Take Barbecue, where we grill up hot takes. If you see a hot take, be sure to tweet at us at Crafty Sports. Tell us the hot take that we should throw up on the barbecue and grill up. I also think Chipper's take is bullshit, by the way. Uh, I And all the people who are siding against the players and saying the players are being selfish over this drives me absolutely nuts. Yep. Considering the fact that the owners agreed in March to say, listen, if there's no season, here's how everything is going to work out. And also, we're not going to play unless it, there's uh, unless we're allowed mass gatherings and states say it's okay. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, wait a second. You mean we're going to miss out on this TV revenue? No, no, no. We're going to do this. We're going to push this ahead. But also, you need to take a pay cut for us to do that. Uh, screw you. It's some bullshit. Uh, it's absolutely in, in, in the league where there's guaranteed contracts, right? The contracts in MLB are the most sound of all sports. Like, they're the ones that lean most of the players of any sport. Like, basketball has somewhat guaranteed contracts, but baseball, those things are ironclad. Yep. Yep. And now they're trying to back out of it. OWG stuff. I mean, get the hell out of here with that. That's how they do it. All right, let's yeah. uh let's get into last call. This is last call brought to you by Tavor. Thank you for hitting that uh transition perfectly, Joe. Uh be sure to check out Tavor. Use the uh, code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Get ten dollars off your order at Tavor two five eight zero two three. This week's beer came from Tavor. This is coconut and cinnamon malice from Bombastic Brewing. Uh Scott, how you feeling about this one? This was the most okay beer ever. Like, it, it, I'm drinking it now and it just tastes like a stout. You know, the last few weeks I'm sitting there about a quarter of the show in wondering how I'm going to finish because my beer's almost gone. This beer is just lingering. There's nothing special about it. It's mad. Uh, Drew, do you agree with that assessment? Uh,. For the most part, I, I went a different route with it. I was like, yeah, I don't, I just, this is, I don't dig this, but I know it's 10%. So, like, let's lean in, let's get that going, and let's move on. Um, not, not great. I don't know. Average, meh, whatever. At least it packed a bit of a wall up, but I don't, I don't know what it was trying to taste like. The, the coconut wasn't there because it wasn't smooth. The cinnamon wasn't there because it was just kind of like spicy. The chocolate, I didn't even taste that either. So it's just kind of like, what the hell are you doing? But that's what I'm saying. It just ended up being this it was boring, weird. plain stuff. Yeah. The only redeeming quality was the ten and a half percent because you boys got some red cheeks over here, fellas. I am Feel feeling, that. I am feeling good right now. Uh, it may be the the hefty natter days that I drank before the show as well. But <laughs> ah, boy, there you go. <laughs> But I'm going to say it's from the 10.5%. Uh, Coconut and Cinnamon Malice, this was a brief run. I understand why it's only 3.88 caps on untapped. It's, it, you guys are right. It's all right. It didn't deliver on the flavors. I probably wouldn't pick it up again. This has been Last Call brought to you by Tavor. Again, 258023 on the payments and credit screen to get $10 off your second order. Sell out. 
it was like a college freshman trying to figure out who they are in this brave new world. And they can't, they haven't quite figured it out. They haven't landed on it yet, but they got something to offer. They got big old boobies or something, but like they haven't quite figured out where they lay in the landscape of things. So I hope later on it can find a home and, and someone who cares about it, but it ain't going to be me. Uh, all right. Coconut and cinnamon malice, the beer. Yeah, with the there big you old go. Boobies. How about that? <laughs> Cash me outside. Uh, fellas, this was a good time tonight. Uh, I, I'm kind of digging this, uh, this kind of the segments that we got going on here. We got tons. Uh, we came up with a ton of segments over the last week and we're going to keep coming up with new ones. So tune in next week. Maybe this weekend we try to challenge ourselves a little turn left, see how much NASCAR we can watch. Anybody up? Oh, there's going to be some good stuff to see on NASCAR this week. And let me tell you more likely that I'd go check out that Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) Dude, Uncut Gems, you will not be disappointed. Uncut Gems is so good. It's such a good flick. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, go watch it. Seriously. Go watch it. Like, right now. Go watch it. Uh, this has been Craft Breed Sports. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing out the show. We really appreciate all of you guys. Uh, we hope you guys dug this new format. We're going to stick with it. Uh, be sure to follow the show uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Craft Sports. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever. We're all over the place. Hit us up. Share out the show. Thank you guys for and, tuning and, and in. And you guys go on ahead and put out some uh, suggestions on who I should hang out with next week. Isaiah and, and the Sioux bands, uh, you know, we, we had it this week. Put out some suggestions on who you want me to hang out with. He's getting lonely, y'all. Come on now. Maybe I'll dig up the – nah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Kobe. This is Big Crap Fruit Sports. Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace. We out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.